the truth about Christmas. And the message today, I'm going to be talking about, well, let me, let's just let me give you all three of them. We're going to be talking about the true light of Christmas. Then we're going to talk on the next one on the true message of Christmas. And then the final one on December the 21st, the true meaning of Christmas. The true light, the true message, and the true meaning of Christmas. We're going to begin today with the true light of Christmas. We're going to go to the book of St. John's Gospel, chapter 1. And we're going to read the first nine verses for our scripture uh, text today. Hallelujah. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Many of us can quote a good part of this. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all man through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. The true light of Christmas. Lords, we come today, we thank you and we praise you for the wonderful worship service we had the powerful presence of the Lord that was in the house. Now I'm asking for these next few moments of time to anoint us, to deliver the message that you put upon our heart, that we may encourage somebody, bless somebody, lift somebody up, that you might get the glory in all things. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me say to you, on Wednesday nights, we are, we are going back to the old method of Bible study, doing it the way that Brother Charles Shelton taught the Bible class on Sunday and then also on Wednesday night for years and years. We're going chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And we are studying, we started studying what is called the prison epistles of the Apostle Paul. It's the letters that he wrote to the church while he was in jail. And we started out and we're in the book of Ephesians. And we're in the first chapter now. The rate it's going, we've had two lessons and I don't know how long it will take us because we're trying to do 
we're trying uh, to, to pull out as much from the Scripture as we possibly can. Uh, last Wednesday night was a tremendous Bible study. Uh, and uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate the compliments that came uh, my way afterwards, but let me tell you, I mean, it's just the Word. It's, I mean, it's, and God's Word is powerful. And the book of Ephesians is a powerful book. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're doing that on Wednesday night, and uh, uh, we invite you to join us uh, at 7.30 for that. Hallelujah. The true light of Christmas. Uh, I enjoy this time of the year. I enjoy the holiday seasons. I really do. Uh, it, uh, I don't know, it, it's something special. Uh, it's a time uh, that uh, family and friends, uh, one of the reasons I enjoy it, get together more so. It kind of seems like that about the only time anymore even families really get together, it's either the holidays or funeral. I've got I've I've got I've got family members and cousins by the dozens that I never have any contact with until somebody dies, and that's a shame. That's a shame uh, because once we leave here, Brother Bobby was talking about the time. He, once we leave here, we're gone. We're not coming back. Hallelujah. Amen. Man, I'm not when I, when I leave here, Brother Scott. I'm not coming back as Bud the Saint Bernard. <laughs> Hallelujah! Glory to God! All that reincarnation junk. All that reincarnation junk is is just that junk. Hallelujah! Glory to God! And I have a feeling that one one instant, one minute second inside the gates, pearly gates, brother brother Travis. <laughs> you you wouldn't trade that experience for a million planets like this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the holidays is a special time. But like everything else, man has got in and they twisted it and turned it around. It amazes me. Uh, we come together at Thanksgiving talk about how thankful we are for everything and uh, we feel all warm and and uh, and and cozy i guess it's from the uh, the turkey and the and the stuffing hallelujah most of us are turkeys the way we stuff ourselves mm-hmm. hallelujah and now i mean now they do their black friday they they can't can't even let thanksgiving get gone here we are, together around the table, thinking how thankful we are, and then standing in line out, out in the cold at 4.30 in the morning trying to kill somebody to get a special deal. Hello. Well. And Christmas is the same way. They, they've commercialized it and uh, added all this stuff and a lot of things that you see associated with Christmas. If you really studied, it's not biblically uh, sound, uh, but still, and the best we know history, uh, the early church didn't didn't even celebrate Christmas. Uh, the first century church didn't. 
but there's there's a lot of things, and we can make a lot of good things uh, 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 with it. And there there are certain things that you take notice to let you know that Christmas is getting near. One of the first signs that Christmas is near are the the myriad of lights which start going up everywhere. Amen. I mean, even before Thanksgiving, you see houses here and there with all kind of lights on the houses, on the bushes and in the trees. You got lights on Christmas trees, lights on street poles along the city sidewalks in, in most of the, the towns. Uh, everywhere you look, it's lights. Lights here, lights there, lights everywhere. It kind of lets you, it lets you know that Christmas time's coming and my pocketbook's going to be saying, woe is me. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know where the tradition of Christmas lights began because I've never taken the time to look it up. I've looked up other things, but not in particular Christmas lights. But I do know that the first Christmas was issued in by the coming of the light. Somebody say the light. Hallelujah. The scripture called him the true light which lights every man that comes into the world. Hallelujah. Amen. The true light of Christmas is not hanging on a Christmas tree. Amen. The true light of Christmas don't outline a house. Amen. Or drive away. Jesus Christ is the true light of Christmas. He's the true light which lights every man that comes into the world. Now this first message I want to speak to you today, I want us to consider this first Sunday um, of the Christmas season as the true light of Christmas. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I know who the true light is. I'm glad that one day, hallelujah, the true light shined across my path. Amen, and I begin to see something that I hadn't seen before. I begin to understand something. You recall the scripture that we read? He said that the, um, that the world didn't comprehend it. The world didn't understand it. Hallelujah. I, hallelujah. I'm glad for the light. Can somebody say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Yes, give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Yes, hallelujah. Now, the first thing I want to talk about in our message today, the first point I want to bring is from the darkness of despair to the hope of light. Now, all the good things about the holidays, with all the joy and everything else, we shouldn't forget something. We shouldn't forget something. I have read some time back in some article, I can't remember where, where I got it from, but I have read that during the holidays, suicides increase. Because people going through depression and situations in their life, and here they you've got a group of family or friends over here and another one over there, and that, 
And then you've got that person that seems to be left out. Amen. Christmas can be a depressing time for a, a lot of people. That's why it's so important for you and me to let the world know about the true light of Christmas. Hallelujah. That's why the church shouldn't get all wrapped up in our gifts and our giving. Amen. And our feasting and our doing this and doing that. Hallelujah. If you want to, if you want to try to make an impact on somebody's life, hallelujah, this time would be the best time to do it. Hallelujah. Because from the darkness of despair to the hope of light, there's some people out there today that's looking for a little, looking for a little bit of hope. Hallelujah. They don't have no hope. There's a lot of people out there who feel hopeless and helpless. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God forbid that I get so involved in, in oh, making my list. Amen. And seeing what I want. Amen. And what I, and get involved in the commercialism and all that stuff. Hallelujah. The somebody needs to be that light. Who? Hallelujah. From the darkness of despair to the hope of light. In the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 16 and 17, this is what it reads like. The people which sat in darkness saw great light. Hallelujah. And to them which sat in the region and shot up, of death, life is sprung up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The world was in total darkness. Hallelujah. The world was in despair. But God said the people which sat in darkness saw a great light. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I saw the light one day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm glad they all was wandering in the darkness and despair. Oh, oh my, 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 my. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I, I know many of you out there today. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you I remember when you was living in darkness. Not only was you living there, you was wallowing in it. Hallelujah. Amen. You thought you knew what life was about. You thought you know what joy was about. Some of you thought joy was in the bottom of a bottle. Hallelujah. Some of you thought joy was this and that. Some of you thought joy was on the dance floor. Oh, but glory to God. Hallelujah. The light. That true light. Well, my life is the Holy Ghost. Think about. Think about the bondage that many of us one time was in. Hallelujah. I don't remember the name of that song, but I know a verse in an old country song. And the guy says, I took the first drink and the second drink took me. Ain't that the way it is? Not only with drinking, but with everything that's in the world. Everything out there that tries to substitute Jesus. I want you to know something today. I guess, I guess, 
I guess we're all human beings here today. Uh, my, my mama, they were, there were a lot of things that she could be very unkind about. <laughs> and she was brazen about it. She, I mean, at least with her, you knew what you stand. I mean, she would tell you right up front how she felt. Hallelujah. <laughs> and there'd be some people, there'd be some people, amen, she would see. She said, oh, if, if, if they're human, the woods is full of them. <laughs> Well, I believe we're all human here this morning. Amen. I believe we're all human. Hallelujah. Amen. And we, we have come to a place that God has brought us from. Oh, hallelujah. Thank, what, what's that scripture hallelujah, that talk, talks about he's brought us out of darkness into his mar- marvelous light. Hallelujah. Marvelous light. Marvelous light. Hallelujah. The world don't understand this. They don't comprehend this. They can't see this. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we, we think, amen, and it's in this and, and it's that. But let me tell you something. If you are human, every, every human being was born with a void in their heart that's in the shape that only God can fill. You cannot fill it with nothing else. Hallelujah. Some people go from relationship to relationship trying to fill a void. Hallelujah. Amen. They go from this thing into that thing trying to, uh, uh, to, to satisfy. Amen. To have some, have some peace. To have some joy. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so glad for that true light today. I sat in darkness, but I have have a light. And we need to share that light. Amen. To the hurting. To the helpless. To the hopeless. We need to point them to that light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to read... I want to read you a, a story that's a true story. Kind of let us know how important it is for us, the church, to quit thinking so much about ourselves and try to think about that person who's sitting in the dark. That person who feels hopeless, helpless, and despaired. There's a story about how a cave system, caverns, that's a little ways north of Yellowstone National Park. The story of how those caverns were discovered. As the story goes, one of the original explorers walking along the top of a mountain range fell through a And he dropped down several hundred feet into this cavern and was struck, I was stuck, excuse me, in almost total darkness for over a week. So dark he couldn't even see his hand in front of his face. I know that we've did a little caving and uh, we've been in, in different caves that didn't have the light and when they turn the lights off, if they had lights in there, you know how dark caves can, can be. 
Well, he fell through this hole down into this cavern for several hundred feet. He survived the fall, but he was in almost total darkness for over a week with no food, no water. All he could do was cry out, Help! Help! Help me! Help me! That went on for days, hoping that somebody would hear his voice and figure out that he was down there. Sure enough, eventually somebody else came along and heard this faint sound and began to look around, searching, and he found the hole that this man fell in. God help. And they got ropes and things and got down to him and got, got them out. And while doing so, discovering this great cavern system of caves. When this man was brought out, now listen to this. They asked him, how did you hold on to hope day after day after day in the dark without giving up? Because let's face it, most people, when they're faced with certain situations, after a while, they just give up. Hallelujah. They give up. Amen. They asked him, how come you held on to hope? And this was his reply. He says, there was one little pinhole of light. A ray of light that shone down from the hole that he fell through. He said that one, he said it wasn't very much, but it was a little ray of light coming through. He said, I just kept focused on that ray of light. I just kept focusing, even though it wasn't much. It was a little bit. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Church, many people around us in this nation today are like that man down there in that cave. They are in darkness looking for a way out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All they can see way off, it looks like so far away. Hallelujah, it's just this little pinhole. But that little bit of light was enough to keep hope that somebody would come by, somebody would notice, and he wouldn't die there, and somebody wouldn't find his skeleton in 50 or 100 years. Hallelujah, looking. Hallelujah, bro. Let me tell you something today, church. Hallelujah. Amen. There are many of us, hallelujah, looking. Jesus is the light of the world. Hallelujah. He is still shining today. And that light is a source of hope to all the world who lives in darkness. Hallelujah. Don't walk around. Hallelujah. With your head hung down all grumpy and grouchy. Hallelujah. Put a smile on your face. Amen. Whether or not you know it or not, if you've got Jesus, you've got light in you. Hallelujah. It's there because Jesus is the light. So you've got a source of light. Let it come out. Hallelujah. Quit trying to hide it. Let it come out because somebody is searching for hope. The other day, 
And let me say this, it hadn't been it hadn't been talked about in the service, although it's in the bulletin and we had a a picture on the welcome screen earlier. Uh, today is Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. It was on uh, early Sunday morning in 1941. Hallelujah. I don't know. I don't know if he can put that picture on the welcome screen up there or not. Uh, but we all know the story. America was attacked. Many, many were killed. Many others, amen, were uh, very severely wounded. And there it is right there. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and your bulletin, Sister Darlene's got a picture looking down on it where you can actually still see the, the boat not too far under the surface. They, they could see the men, but they couldn't get to them in time and rescue them before they drowned. I honor our veterans. I honor our men of that generation. There's still a few still alive. And just the other day on the news... The soldier, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, from Fort Campbell. Police officers came upon his car, sitting in his car, by the Cumberland River. And as they was approaching the car, because they had heard, if I got all the news report, recognized it, and that was being missing, I believe. Before they could get to him, he gunned it. Drove his car off in the river. Suicide. They couldn't save him. Even after his car went into the water, they tried. The officers tried to save him, but they couldn't save him. What I'm saying here today is, folks, this is not about me and it's not about you. But it's about, number one, Jesus. And number two, it's about the people he come into this world to bring hope, to give a ray of light that otherwise would not have no hope. Hallelujah. Listen to one other scripture on this thing. Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 32, I want to read. Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 32. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Think about that. The Jews have been waiting for him. For hundreds and hundreds of years. But God revealed to that man. He said you're not going to die until you see the Christ. Hallelujah. 
And he came by the Spirit into the temple. Now, now he didn't know about Mary and Joseph coming there to dedicate the child. But the, the Spirit led him. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something I miss about old time Pentecost. I miss the days that people were led by the Spirit. I miss the days where people dedicated their lives so much to God that the Holy Ghost would speak to people. Hallelujah. Amen. God knows the beginning from the end. Now, God had promised this man that he wasn't going to die until he saw Christ. And he didn't know about Mary and Joseph and, and the child that had been born in Bethlehem. And then all of a sudden, he, was, he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus to do uh, for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Do you know that's what the word name Jesus means? Hallelujah. Go ahead. Which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. A light, <laughs> the true light of Christmas. A light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Let me tell you, church, that same Holy Ghost that spoke to Simeon is real today. You can be led by the Spirit of God in everything that you do. I don't remember how long ago it was. It's been, it, it's been uh, I don't know, uh, three or four years ago, uh, at least. Uh, but I was, I was I, I'm gone. I wasn't at the house. I was at work. And Sister Darlene was really having some problems. She was sick, and she, she needed some help. This is before she began to get over some of the other problems she had from the car wreck. And she didn't know what she was going to do. And out of the blue, the phone rung. And she picked up the phone. And on the other end was Brother Johnny Biggs from Brother Shelter's church. He said, Sister Darlene, I don't know what's going on. He said, but I walked away from my job because God spoke to me and told me to come call you and pray for you. And he prayed for her right then and there over that telephone. And the Holy Ghost moved. And when I got home, she was still shouting and praising God. Hallelujah. That is the realness of the Spirit of God. And God is no respect a person. If he does that and he uses one, he can use you. Hallelujah. Wouldn't it be a blessing that you dedicate yourself so much 
amen, and quit focusing on yourself and focusing on the Lord and others, man, God could use you to keep somebody like that young soldier just drove, drove, drove off in that river and killed himself? My Lord, my Lord, the light is in us. We have the light. If we got Jesus, it's there. All we got to do is let it shine. I've got to hurry up. One more point. Reception or rejection of the light. There's a choice that we make. God gives you that choice. I heard somebody say one time that the Holy Ghost is a perfect gentleman. He will not force himself on anyone. Hallelujah. What you receive from God is up to you. You make that choice. Hallelujah. He offers it to you. He offers it to you. You can receive it or you can reject it. John 3, 19 and 21. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light. Can you imagine? Why do they love darkness rather than light? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth hate the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should breathe. That is it. They are scared of the light. Hallelujah. I remember the time. We was we was we were still in a denomination church. I was, I was a kid, and uh, 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 my my mother was raised up in the church uh, Church of God, and it was Pentecostal. And uh, ever so often, uh, some of her family where they went to church, they had a revival, and and we would go and visit during that revival. And I seen things when I was when I was when I was a kid and very young. It, it didn't take long. I did not want to go with them. Why did I not want to go with them? Because I was scared to death that one of them people filled with the Holy Ghost would call me out and tell my whole whole story of everything I've been doing wrong. I'm serious. Hallelujah. Because back in those days, it happened. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. If you ain't never had the Holy Ghost read your mail, you get in for an experience. Hallelujah. Brother Jeff, the Holy Ghost knows how to read your mail. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, <laughs> amen. The government, the, go- the government agencies and spies ain't got nothing on the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, don't, Holy Ghost ain't got no drone, drone flying over high. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. says, but that's why people who are in darkness hate light. They don't want to come to it because they know if they approach the light, when the light shines, it's going to point out the evil in their life. And folks, here's a plain fact. Here's a plain fact. Huh. Before we can make ourselves uh, uh, a saint, we got to first admit we're a sinner. We can't blame it on everybody else. We got to fess up. What's that old song you used to sing? 
Well, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my father, not my mother, but me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Hallelujah. When you approach the light, the light will begin to shine. And there's been a lot of times as I approach the light, the light would focus on something in my life that I needed to take care of. And you know what, today, I'm, I'm not scared of the light because the light is living within me. And when the light wants to reveal something more to me, I'm willing to jump out in that light because I don't want nothing in me that's unlike Christ. I want to be as close to Him as I possibly can. John eleven nine and 10. John eleven nine and 10. Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbles not, because he sees the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbles, because there's no light in him. One final scripture, and we're going to close. I'm going to have Brother Darrell come and sing us a chorus. John 12, 35 and 36. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not where he goeth. Hallelujah. Don't criticize people who don't know the Lord and say, I don't know why in the world they do what they do. They're in darkness. They don't have no understanding. They can't comprehend. It may be a long time and you may have forgot it, but you used to be in that same shape. Hmm? Hallelujah. While you have light, believe in the light, that you may be the children of light. These things spake Jesus and departed and did hide himself from them. Wow. Hallelujah. The true light of Christmas.